Welcome to Inspiring Women of the 719 Podcast, where local women of influence share their wisdom. It is seven questions for one inspiring woman in nine minutes, because the Springs area code is 719. I'm your host, Jenna Bowden, and I can't wait to introduce you to our guest, so let's get to it. Question one, in a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. My name is Sherry Carlson. I'm a financial advisor with a company called Empowering Financial Freedom. I hang my license with Mutual of Omaha Investor Services. I'm a mom of a 10-year-old. I have three dogs and two cats, and I grew up in Colorado, up in Teller County. Um, I couldn't think of a better place to live. I've worked in the financial services industry for about nine years, and I learned that every dollar spent has an emotion tied to it. And if you can really dig down to the root of that emotion, then you can help people take back control and feel empowered to make decisions that positively impact them. So our vision is to create a movement in the community that empowers people to protect their families and retire right, and that can be really life-changing. That's awesome. I've never heard that before, an emotion tied to a dollar. That mm -hmm. is fascinating. It's something I'm going to have to be thinking about. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Cool. Okay. Question two, you're on this podcast because you're an inspiring, influential woman making a difference in our community. So what inspires you? So there really are two things that inspire me. The first one is seeing light bulbs. So that moment when you're talking to somebody and they have that aha, um, I love bouncing ideas off of people, hearing their input, um, seeing the impact those moments have. And when people realize that life is good, that's amazing. So the second is community cohesion. Um, I'm involved heavily in Kiwanis and love being a part of community events. And it's great to see how active people can be and how they can come together to have a positive force for change. That's so cool. Awesome. Question three. I hear all the time from women that taking time to care for themselves can be challenging. Mm -hmm. Tell me your thoughts on that. So I think it comes primarily down to priority. We have this weird thing as women that when we are taking care of everyone else all the time, we have guilt when we start to take care of ourselves. And I think we get wrapped up often in doing self-care that we would expect other people tell us to do rather than really finding out what recharges us and going in and, and doing that instead. So I think it's really important for us to learn as women what recharges us and have zero guilt about it. Going somewhere for a massage, you have to put pants on and you have to leave the house. So that impacts you very differently than sitting on your couch and eating pizza and watching TV, having um, a family night in versus going to a concert. We're all very busy, but ultimately it comes down to learning yourself and prioritizing yourself and not feeling guilty about saying no to someone else so that you can take the time you need to be self-serving once in a while. Hmm. That's a great thought that I don't think about enough. It's like, what actually recharges me? Because I yes. think there are a lot of people saying, self-care is this, self-care is that. And right. Yeah. Right. Oh, I love that. That is very astute. And I never thought of that before, but you're Thank absolutely you. right. Awesome. Okay. Question four, what other women of influence like yourself should be on Inspiring Women of the 719 podcast next? This is a really hard question to answer. <laughs> There's probably 30 women that I can name off the top of my head, but um, my business partner, Jackie Staples, she's my big sister. I love her dearly and she is my mentor. 
um, Melanie Vegas, she's one of my best friends and I trust her wholly. Um, Christy Crone, Don Ignatius, Carrie Carnes. These are women that impact me on a daily basis that I would go to for anything and everything that I could ever need or if I have if I have advice that I'm seeking out, they, they are my go-to ladies. Oh, that's so cool. Awesome. Well, I have to be introduced to them. They sound absolutely. <laughs> this is my favorite question. Are you ready? I'm so ready. <laughs> I love this question. <laughs> what business advice would you give to other women? First and foremost, set your own standards within reason, obviously ignore everyone else. Um, I remember being picked on at work in the past because I would have days where I dressed up and wore a dress, did my makeup nice, did my hair, and other days where I wanted to be minimal. And I remember getting taunts basically being told um, I look tired or who am I dressing up for. And I realized that most of these were based on the other people's expectations and idealizations of what women in business should be like. There's this constant conversation about women in the workplace, and we really have to take accountability and be un unapologetic about who we are and why we are in the business that we're in. We have to um, encourage each other. If you want to be feminine, that's fine. If you don't want to be feminine, that's fine. If you want to be assertive or submissive in the workplace, if you want someone else to tell you what to do, that's okay. We all need to be accountable for who we are and ignore everybody else. So my ultimate advice is be unapologetic because it's your business. It's not theirs. I love that. And I think you hit something important. It's that you can't win either way. When you nope. dressed up, you got it. When you dress down, you got it. And yep. this goes to show like you just have to do you in the end because people are going to have their own opinions no matter what. And they will love you for you when you're, when you're true to yourself. They will see that and they'll love you for you. Exactly. I think that's wonderful advice. Okay, question six. What do you love most about living and or working in the 719? Definitely the community. Um, we're the biggest, the smallest big town ever. Mm -hmm. So I can go to Walmart and not know anybody there, or I can go to a coffee shop or a networking event and know most of the room. It's really cool to be able to be in a place that is so connected, but yet so big at the same time. So there's tons of events for me to do with my son, and there's endless opportunities for growth within my business. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. And I really like that. We're almost getting kind of like little suburbs, little like yeah. rows and things like that too. Right. I've we have amazing diverse culture here through business, through personal, through everything. Mm -hmm. I know it's so great. Awesome. Okay. So then what's the best place for girls night out in the 719? So my instinct is to say the whiskey bear and to go two-stepping because I absolutely love dancing, mm -hmm. but I've found that I'm more likely now to have a girl's night in and play bunko or drink wine or do a sunsy party or ditch your bra party or whatever it may be. But, um, I, it, it's almost always I either pick bunko night in or whiskey bear and night out. I agree. It's funny how um, this has been a theme for 2020, I've found too, with all of the people I've interviewed in 2020. They say the best place for girls' night in is their house. Mm -hmm. And yep. the, I wonder if that's just 
now we're, has it always been that way or now are we all like realizing the value and joy of staying home? (laughs) I think it might be a mixture of both. I think as we, as we age, as we get old, we find that the company of the, our tribes are very important to us. Yeah. And if you find your tribe, so if you haven't found your tribe, you got to find your tribe. But mm-hmm. um, it's definitely, I think we find more value in that personal connection versus going out where we really don't know anybody and we're just kind of watching and we might, might find somebody we connect with, but odds are we're not going to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. How cool. Yeah. No, I've, I've definitely, I'm in my twenties still. And yet I've been saying that too. I'm like, as I get older, I just want to stay home. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. It's so much less work required because you, yes. like you have to dress up and that's time consuming and energy. Yeah. And then what if your eyebrows are wrong? It's like, right. <laughs> it's a thing. It's work. You have to get in your car and turn it on. And yeah. Like, oh so much work. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. How can people learn more about what you're up to or connect with you? So you can find me on Facebook. It's just Sherry Carlson, Empowering Financial Freedom. You can go on our website, which is empoweringfinancialfreedom.com. And we have, um, I have my contact information on there. I do love to connect with anybody and everybody, no matter the circumstance, everybody has value to me in one way or another whether I find just a new friend is totally okay with me. I love that. Awesome. Well, this has been Jenna Bowden with Inspiring Women of the 719 Podcast, where local women of influence share their wisdom. Seven questions, one inspiring woman, nine minutes, because the Springs area code is 719. Stay inspired, everybody.